Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. And this is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we're giving you a blast from the past because many, many moons ago when we were really delving into what is chiropractic and how do we show up in the chiropractic world, a, a marvelous patient of mine created a animation well, it was animated in my head. It was, it was really cartoon. just cartoons. It was just a cartoon. Called The Bod Squad. For the few of you who are as old as we are, you'll remember The Mod Squad from uh, the 80s, maybe, or 70s. 70s. It was the 70s. All right, it was a long time ago. <laughs> and yeah. we, we love the whole concept of having a squad that you work together with, with functions that actually coordinate and complement each other. So we actually created our very own version, and we call it the Bod Squad. And our, according to our Wayback Machine that we had to use to go back to find these things, it reminds us of, you know, it's, it's a team. It, it, and we always say, in order to make our animals healthy, it, a lot of times it takes a team effort. And the Bod Squad was our team, and it was the it was the detector because you had to have someone that detected the issue, and then it was the corrector who someone who obviously had to fix it. But then the last piece was the ed, the professor who is the educator because you need to educate not just the person with the issue or the animal with the issue, but the people around that offer care and assistance to those people or animals. So this week I created the Equiline Bod Squad uh, official gear. And in, in creating the concept here, and all of you out there have participated in some way in the Sherlock Holmes investigative, how do we get to the, the core? What is the difference that makes the difference? Why is this creature not performing or living its best life? And for that, you really need a detector who is committed to looking way outside the box and looking for clues where others do not look for clues. And having your irregulars who are part of your team for finding what's going on. Is it the people who groom your animal who notice a difference in behavior? Or as you feed or watching them be, get out of the box or in a dog's case, step into the car? Who's watching and what are they noticing? And how does that feed into the information that your corrector or group of correctors can use to give you the best results possible. Yeah, the detector has to be that detective. They have to be able to ask the right questions to the right people. They have to be able to do evaluations and, and look over the animal, put their hands on the animal, and evaluate every aspect. And that comes with understanding the history of the animal, all the way up to, okay, what are we doing? What, what performance issue might this animal be having that we can correct? You know, is it off on a lead? Is it, uh, is it, does it start off slow and then does it take time to warm up? These are all issues that the detector has to find out. 
And they have to know who would know so that you ask the right people the right questions. You know, in, in the case of a horse, are they finishing their grain? Are they eating slower? You know, has anybody noticed if they're starting to get some wear and tear on one side than the other? Is there a bit rub on one side? Are they wearing their shoes differently? There's, you know, if you don't know that you don't know, you can't look for a solution. So our detector is someone who both notices and empowers other to notice. Do you know someone who is incredible at acupuncture diagnostics, who can look at the tongue, who can look at the gums, who can notice the breathing changes, who can assess pulses? All of those get fed into what is best for your animal in the short run and in the long run. Some of the most beautiful um, intertwinings of Eastern and Western medical philosophy is by having the best sleuth to know what's your emergency care and what's your long-term preventative and complementary care. Yep. As, a, as a detector, it's great to be able to speak with other people who are offering assistance to that animal. I, mean, I, was, at a, I was at a farm the other day and the farrier happened to be there. And I always have trouble with this one horse picking up its right hind. And I talked to the farrier about it. And he said, oh, no, I don't have any trouble picking up the right hind. But who? let me show you something that's really cool. And he, he on his shoes, he stamps a W on the front part of the shoe that looked like two horseshoes together. And he was showing me, he's, oh, he was real excited because he's, look at these two shoes. Here's this horse's right front shoe. And the W was completely worn off. Whereas he showed me the left hind shoe and the W was perfectly fine. So it's great to be able to communicate with those other practitioners, those other workers, those other body examiners, whatever you're, you're talking about. It's good to be able to communicate with them to find out what do they see. Right. And, you know, again, unless you're paying attention, you're not going to notice. And if you only pay attention to a limited number of things, you're not going to notice whatever else is going on. So opening up your aperture and, and inviting in your sleuthians to actually look beyond is the number one piece of your bod squat. Then you have your corrector. And, you know, we, we depict our corrector as a... As a um, superhero, because the number of times that we get asked, you know, what is that difference? What's the difference that makes the difference? Well, this comes from years and years of studying and finding somebody who's doing something cool and going, how did they do that? How did they learn to stay curious and to stay humble? So you know that you don't know everything, and there's always ways to learn and ways to improve. And it's so exciting when you're doing correction to notice that sometimes the head bob is coming from the left hip. And if you're, as, as someone who is correcting and someone who is choosing who is the best choice for correcting, you have to be able to Try something and notice, is it getting you the results you want? And if not, tweak it and do it a little differently. Or as we say, there's no Dave but Dave.
<laughs> Dave equals Dave. Dave equals Dave. You know, everybody's got their technique, and not every technique is right for all things. So when you want that uh, above and beyond correction, first you have to know that you're correcting the most important element, and second you have to know who does your animal trust, and how do you build that trust, and then how do you take that trust and listen to the animal so that you're prioritizing what needs to be done when. Not everything has to be done all at the same time. And what's great with Wendy and I being able to work together is some ho- some horses that we work with and some dogs we work with prefer female over male or male over female. They, you know, they prefer a certain sex to be, touch them. It, they they just respond better. So it's a wonderful thing to be able to go, Wendy, you need to step in here and 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 do this cervical spine because I'm doing it and the horse is just fighting me completely. And she walks in and the horse goes, oh, do you want me to see how far I can turn my head? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, that's a wonderful thing to be able to have that option, be able to go, you know, maybe it'll work better if you do it than if I do it. And it's not about winning. It's about achieving the best possible results. And so in your bod squad, in your correctors, can your correctors be, and as you as a corrector, can you listen and tweak and change your technique on the fly? You know, we get asked, what's that called? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because even in doing fascial work, I will be using the fascial tool on a horse and it will look at me like I hate you and I'll change the technique, change the angle, takes a deep breath and drops his head. It's not about, no, this is good for you. It's about how can I assist you in getting the best results possible. That's your correction. Your correction is aimed at service and the bod squad Whatever role you play in the bod squad, it's about service for the creature that you are uh, involved with. When you're a sole practitioner, you're all three. Well, correct. (laughs) Except that we also have our regulars. We have our team that we gather information from and... You know, I mean, there are this, other detectors. Well, and this week alone, right? This horse needs to continue being taped. So therefore, how do you delegate that correction to a competent human and train them in a way and have them care? Well, that's where the professor steps in. Because the professor then has to go through and go, all right, caretaker, while I am gone, this is what you have to do and this is how you do it. And this is premise behind what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. And the professor's role is huge because people want answers. Animals don't necessarily care in the least the the how and the why of it. But you you humans out there who might be the ones listening are the ones who's like, well, why did this happen? And how did this happen? And what's it called? And all of that. And most of our professors will tell you that everything causes everything and anything can cause everything. And you don't always get to know. What you do get to know is the most likely scenario here and the best likely follow through. Because 
without understanding, without, you know, a comprehension of the big picture, it's very hard to make the right choices for the little steps. Yeah. So that educator, that professor requires a very important, is a very important role because they have to be able to communicate. So go back and listen to all our podcasts on communication because communicating to clients isn't a script. It's about understanding how they learn and how you're going to educate them so that they'll remember what it is that you give them to do. Oh, absolutely. Professors must be able to say, look, the horse is, um, you know, shaking its head. The dog is shaking its head. Equine often will look at the teeth and the jaw and the ears as reasons why they may be getting input that will create that kind of output. I don't treat fungal infections, but I certainly can smell one and notice the behavior or watch when every dog on the premises wants to lick one dog's ear. Guess what? They are attracted to something. They become part of our regulars. They become part of our sleuths that then need the professor to go, if you want this adjustment, this body work, this this procedure to have lasting results, you have to then look to the causes. And the professor's job here is to discuss practical causes and to ask some of the questions um, about what did you change and how that might impact. You know, our professors will often do saddle checks to check whether or not, and explain at the time, look, the saddle can fit perfectly, and your saddle fitters out there who are listening know that you may have a perfectly fitting saddle that someone chooses to put a half an inch too far forward and therefore interfere with the shoulders. So role as a professor is to actually demonstrate and take the human's hand and slide it between the saddle and there. Notice the difference between pinching and not pinching. And we had this yesterday. Saddle fit perfectly. They showed me the pad. And the professor's job is to say, if your shoes fit perfectly, do you put two pairs of socks in and expect the same fit? And as a professor, you're not required to know everything, but you are required to be able to research what you don't know or find someone else to help you with what you don't know. So the professor's job isn't just about only about educating. It's also about getting educated. Mm, that's one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Input, did any of you see Short Circuit? If you haven't and you're way too young out there, just uh, download Short Circuit because the word the input, short the, circuit, movie, the, movie. the movie, the word input takes on a whole new meaning. It, you need the proper input to get the proper output. And therefore, you need to be able, even as the professor, to say, you know, I don't know. Here's who might know. Here's the direction, as opposed to what we found um, to critique in the last week, is people who say, that can't be fixed. 
And I invite you with your animals and yourselves, if someone says it can't be fixed, to hear in your own mind, I can't fix you. And leave your mind open to find someone else who might have better uh, advice. Welcome to our version of the Bod Squad. Yes, and um, we we truly welcome your input here and uh, contact us for some design ideas because I'm making us some uh, That's accoutrements. Right. Merch. You're making merch. merch. We're making merch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this has been an Equiline Podcast. <laughs>